This week, I had a beautiful but firm and honest conversation with Sean Nanup, who describes himself as a human being, indigenous man and father. Spirit was quite a common element in what Sean was talking about. He spoke about softening the body, the heart and the mind to receive messages, about overcoming the need for control and to trust in spirit. And also how we're always in the flow of spirit, even when we feel like we might be disconnected. Sean also spoke about how in times of radical change, much like we are in now, particularly when we consider the impact of the rhythm that we are in right now, how we need to be brutally honest and truthful with ourselves. Otherwise, life will go and live on elsewhere. Particularly listen out for when Sean provides his analogy around handing out life jackets on a sinking ship. Sean is a, a, a beautiful man and he's really softly but commandingly spoken. And often, as he puts forwards, often it's a challenge, strangely enough, to fully appreciate life. I'm pretty sure if you spend a bit of time listening and really soaking on what Sean has to say, you'll feel like you're just that little bit closer. So enjoy, Sean. Hello and welcome back to WA Real. I'm your host, Bryn Edwards. Today, I have the great pleasure of talking with Sean Nunup. Sean, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, appreciate it. welcome to my kitchen table. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, first off, thank you very much for making time to come and talk to me. I'm super appreciative. Um, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about talking to one another. Yeah. Because as I said just before, um, it strikes me that more and more we are not actually sitting down and talking to one another yeah. as well as we could, yeah. or as listening as, as well as we could. Yeah. And more and more we're interacting online and in device, with devices, and that is becoming divisive. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm keen to hear your views on that sort of thing. Yeah, once again, um, uh, on most things that you're talking about, um, it, it's identifying how we communicate. Uh, it can be a, a learnt thing that we do within mm. our own right, or it can be something that's done unconsciously or, or by our surroundings. Mm. And so communicating is, um, is what we believe uh, everyone uh, is doing, regardless whether mm. it be on the phone or, or, or talking or um, you know, just being in the presence of somebody can be um, a great communication skill. Uh, is so if you're quiet. You're quiet, yeah. So, um, yes, definitely uh, the voice and, and having intimacy. I think the intimacy is, is the key, is that when you, you, you're body present and you're connecting to somebody physically, uh, there's an intimacy there. And mm. So I think at some point in our life uh, or over the, over the last decades of, of, of our existence, I think some people are starting to see that is quite confronting to be in the room with somebody and, and to meet people now, sometimes you're like married at first sight. You know, you never met them, and oh, here we go, we're going to get married, and, and all of a sudden you've got to figure it out. You know, and, uh, and um, that in and of itself, what you just said yeah. just before the barrier at first sight bit, that 
we're now getting to the place where we find meeting other people confronting. Yeah. It's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And we see this. If you want to get to know me, you can swipe me left or right, uh, yes or no. And, uh, you know, here's my general things that I want out of life and what I wished for. And then all of a sudden there's a list. And if you tick those boxes, and, or if I do, then uh, yeah. there's a chance we can actually physically meet. And, and then you, you want to have an intimacy chat, but, but you, you feel uncomfortable because it's, um, it's already been on the website. It's already been on my, I've already said it all. And so, you know, we're how we start to um, to engage with people is, is beyond the words, you know, and it's just a feeling. And, mm. and sometimes that, that's where human find its struggle when we look at our history or way we're going forward or our environment that we're living in. Feeling is not really the greatest negotiator in <laughs> life. <laughs> no, it can kind of hijack things, can't it? It definitely can. Mm. And so it's more about feeling. How, how are you going with intimacy or connection? And are you okay to be in a, in a space with something or someone or that, 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 that serves you or, or challenges you in some ways as well? That's serving quite nice when we get challenged by being in a space of others. Mm. Mm. So you, you were telling me when we first spoke on the phone about taking people on country. Mm. Um, do you see a lot of those barriers sort of crumbling down as you take people on the country and you share stories? Yeah, well, people are intimate. They're connected. Mm. It's no longer, oh, I'll just Google it and look at the <laughs> rivers and the trees and go, wow, that looks pretty. Um, yeah. Or, or I couldn't imagine being out on country because there's snakes and there's, you know, it's out of their normal way of being. I've never been over the hill of Kalamunda and, or, you know, it's just those little things that, that we build up in our mind and our hearts and, and we start to, to, to give it um, too much power. We give it a lot of power, negatives and positives. And so for us uh, to get people on country and, and have a chance to connect, it's breaking down some of those, um, uh, those beliefs that we put into our heads. Mm. And all of a sudden they start building relationships and having a, an intimate chat or connection with a mm. tree and a river. Uh, which then makes it much easier for the group around because or people around them, because when you what you do for one, you generally do for many. And, yeah. Um, all of a sudden, it's uh, oh, we're all young, the fire's yeah. going and the food's cooking, and everyone's just really telling stories and and having yeah. that beautiful conversation. I think the world needs. I think. Yeah. So when you say yarning, what do you mean? Oh, just letting one story take to another, to another, to another. You know, it's quite natural for us to to unlock a, a story that reminds us of a time yeah. when someone provokes it. Mm. Um, talking about, oh, I saw this today. And, you know, oh, yeah, well, that's part of my life. I, I've done that, you know? Yeah. And when I was there and this happened, I was a bit similar, a bit different, but we start to share them. Yeah. Mm, naturally. It doesn't have to be, um, well, oh, this is talk time. <laughs> yeah. And that itself just actually saying this is talk time yeah. let's just sit down yeah. let's just explore yeah. let's just tell stories it doesn't, doesn't have to go somewhere i don't have to convince you i don't have to win an argument no yeah just let things be and, and enjoy the moments mm. and just go you know what don't need to know everything don't have to have all the answers goodness gracious that's 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 really stressful. <laughs> well, it is. It is. 
And we, we just, we, we want to serve the possibility. We, we put so much energy in this possibility, this invisible, invisible being that, well, if I don't know this, then I can't have this conversation in the future. If I don't know that, then I can't put myself in that position of, of that, that environment or that community or whatever it might be. Mm. So it's null and void. I can't do it because we've come up with this preconceived idea that unless I do this, then I can't do that. And so some people won't go on country unless they go with an Aboriginal person because that's culture is supposed to be for the Aboriginal people. And so, well, gee, people go to the country all the time. <laughs> like, you know, go, to, go to the beach for a swim or, you know, they, you know, go to the hills. People do a lot of stuff. Oh, but it's not culture. Well, why is that culture? Oh, but it's got to be done in an Aboriginal way. Uh, well, we go for a swim. Like you do. <laughs> I'm not sure where this got misinterpreted. <laughs> That's really interesting. The idea that, we, yeah, we, how we put up these blocks. Yeah. If this, then that. And if not this, then I can't that. Yeah. And it's, and it's due to wanting to feel safe or have a sense of control. Mm. And in the world of uh, control, and, and you, know, you, you straight away start to realise you're behind the eight ball. Hmm. And that's part of the life journey. As we grow into ourselves, we, we find we want to try and do our best and try, I mean, literally try and fail at the same time in wanting to make sure that we have a sense of safety through the idea of control and manipulation. Hmm. It's just not possible. How have, if you don't asking, how have you navigated that probably rise and urge to want to control things. Yeah, it's, it's been a, a long journey for me. Mm. But I gather, um, from, in a nutshell somewhat, it's understanding <clears throat> that, you know, we lose ourselves in our sense of being um, to this idea that this, uh, if we have a sense of ownership over something, then we can uh, feel that we've got great worth. Mm. And, and then we have a sense of, oh, this is what, who I am, this is what I am, by adding all these things to us. And, um, and if we don't su succeed in some of those things, then we don't feel whole, we don't feel full. Mm. And um, that's where it can be very tough for people to go through the life feeling as though they're empty because they haven't achieved a certain degree or a certain car status or community status or working status. And mm. We just want to control by going to all the things that we need to get the right vision that we wish to be. Mm. And, but accepting who we are and, and knowing that we can't control anything we wish we could. It's um, quite existentially confronting when you... I imagine when you, you go... Well, I found it when <clears throat> you realise, oh, I've got all these stories that have been given to me, handed to me, I've taken them on board, mm. do this, followed by this, followed by this, and then they'll take me to this place, and then, then I'll have the thing, and I'll have the lifestyle, and et cetera, et cetera. And then to get to a place where you realize, this is not really me. It's not what I want. It's not bringing what I want. Yep. And then to go, well, sorry, if this is not what I want, what do I want? Oh, and who's the person who wants this? Yeah, yeah. And then it's, welcome to the abyss. <laughs> yep. And 
We can see that in work, we can see it in relationships. We always want this and we put all these great big, you know, things that surround it to say, look how, look what I have. And then the partner might get up and walk away. Or the job stops for some reason. I thought, well, okay. Things aren't really so cemented in, uh, yeah. and controlled in a way that we can uh, humbly say uh, we'll be there for the rest of our life. We could, it can't exist like that. And so, in positive and negative. Hmm. So this, this separation that you're talking about, of talking to one another, you can't survive. But we have to connect. We have to talk. Hmm. And here we are. Because it's an innate thing that, that naturally drives us to to maintain connection to what we know served many over thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. 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 And, and that's what I find fascinating. For thousands and thousands of years, sit down, tell stories, explain things, unlock knowledge, pass knowledge, share wisdom. Mm. And this is the core essence of us. And there's, there's certain ways of connection to culture and to people and to mm. life. And so for, for what my teaching of, of the old grannies of, oh, I've been lucky to be around. Yeah. You need to be body present. Yep. And then to learn. So um, that means physically. Physically. Then mind present and heart present and soul present, which is spirituality. So those four things are generally what we uh, do our best to identify from the get-go. Hmm. And so we ask you to soften your mind, soften your heart, soften your body. So that way then you go to the soft place where everything is blended. Hmm. And so in action and in thought and in heart and in mind, you start to, uh, sorry, in, in um, spirituality, you start to realize that, you know, they're one. Mm. And, and by, by, by using your, you know, breath through meditation, um, it softens straight away your heart rate and your body starts to relax and your mind starts to relax. And then naturally your spirituality comes out through your heart. You know? mm. And when you say... Spirituality would soul. Soul. Yeah. And how do you feel soul? Be soul. Yeah. Feel like with soul. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's something that, that is infinite. It's yeah. There is no explanation. It's the place right. with no words. It's just so it's, a, it's sometimes the people call it the space in between notes. Hmm. And it just naturally flows. And it's that space that really gives the notes uh, its its rhythm. And so spirituality can be a place where where we, we should speak from for everything. Mm. Uh, and that's where there is no you, me. There's no Aboriginal, Japanese, Scottish, French. There's nothing like that. Yeah. It's just life. All that is. <laughs> yeah. And so when we get beyond this, um, this the body... We go to the smell, taste, touch, hear, and see. And so you can imagine if you, if you talk, if Granny start talking to you and you want to fill your brain with all the information, they'll go, ah, oh, you just need to just get all the information, not to feel the country, yeah, not to, not to with your body, you know, or your heart. Oh, I've had all this stuff happening, or I've got to fill my heart with all this stuff. And so, okay, um, well, we need to rest that. Yeah. And so, which one are we feeding? As a, as a teacher or as a, um, a support, we've got to figure out 
do I feed your mind? And does that serve? What does that serve? Hmm. Or should I feed your heart? Hmm. And or should I feed your body? Just give you some good food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Water. Or should I feed your soul? And if you feed your soul, every other part lines up. Hmm. You get it? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's for us as Aboriginal people. We talk from the spirituality first. And if you're finding it hard to soften your brain, it's okay. That's okay. You keep talking and keep chatting about the brain stuff. We'll be here, present, waiting for your mind to rest. And then the soul will speak and then we'll then share and feed that. Yeah. Your heart's too caught up in all the world's change and the old taking yeah, over yeah, yeah. and the, the injustice of the world. And the of the world. You're okay. Well, we'll just wait and be present when that energy drops and you soften. We'll share this great wisdom of, of that speaks for all things. Wow. Equally. So that's where I, I stop to listen and I hope I'm in tune with that. And then I then mark with intent. You, sorry, you mark with intent. Meaning? So if you, uh, a young girl uh, who's an artist, honey, she's fantastic. We're catching up within a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going to see. And, and I remember uh, Shane Pickett who teaching me to get through artist block. Great artist, Shane. A real good brother. He's passed on now. And he would or have his paint in front of me all the time. He said, come on, just get get, get into it. And I'm like, oh, God, I've got this block, you know, overthinking, uh, emotional blockage and all that sort of stuff. And um, he just said, close your eyes and just move the paint. And then and open your eyes and you'll see that your energy is just there. That's that spirituality, you know? Yeah. Uh, try not to control the paint. Try and control everything by your visual. Mm. And so... It was really hard. I didn't, couldn't do it. He did it a lot. And you'll see some of his paintings now. I was there when he was painting a lot of his last work, which uh, was a great series of, of art. And um, and this young girl said to me, she said, oh, oh, my teacher used to say mark with intent. And he would get me to close my eyes and mark this with a beautiful energy of spirituality or sense of flow. Try not to control it, manipulate it. Hmm. And so this flow is beautiful. It just presents itself. And all of a sudden, it just takes its own shape and life. And people go, wow, how'd you do that? Well, that space in between. <laughs> if I try to give you words and try to explain it, then I might confuse you. Yeah. And your brain will go, what? Yeah, I might lead you astray. <laughs> and I'll just say, you know, something that just naturally flowed. A bit like the conversation we're talking about. Hmm. Hmm. That's spirituality. It, it's in... I think I was sort of saying before, it's interesting how when I first started doing these conversations, I would have all the, all the questions. And now I have like an opening one and a closing one. And then I trust what's going to happen <laughs> in, between. in between. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you see how sometimes a, a story or a, a past teaching can highlight that in our life, we're actually in the flow of spirituality. Hmm. And we see it everywhere. So when you buy a car, you think no one's got that car. Then you drive around, you see it everywhere. Yeah. You go, man, this car's everywhere. Because you start to build a relationship with it. Your mind's in tune with it. You're getting into the rhythm of it. And so straight away, you start to tune in to the things that that really affect you and then connect with you. Hmm. Yeah. So it's quite nice 
um, when we start to get people who we, we believe is way off into you know the disconnected world yes and then they start bringing their way back but um, truthfully they're more than likely doing something mm. that actually is connected but they don't quite see it or able to um, celebrate it yeah 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 a lot you're doing more than you think because spiritually is infinite Mm. we just got to get out of the way of ourselves with our brain and our hearts because we're trying to control it too much Mm. and this world now if you sit with the old people they said oh we'll know when we need to move because our weather will change when that moon is in that angle there generally we'll start to do this and we'll start to see that when the rivers start to do this and the temperature and the air changes and everything. So we just flow with the energy around us. Mm. That's why I say blackfella time, because we just go, ah, we'll know when we get there. <laughs> what are you going to eat today? Uh, whatever's in front of me, <laughs> when, it, when it appears. When it appears. And if it's not there, well, then I've got to accept that. I don't have any food. There would be a distinct lack of anxiety in your life living. That's where you got to build the trust. Yes. And when you're in tune with spirituality. Because that's the move from control to trust, I imagine. They have a plan for you. They meaning? Spirits. Yes. So if you could pick the pen up and put it down. Yep. So what moved the pen? My hand. Yep. And your hand's connected to? Me. Yep. And your mind? Yep. And we as Aboriginal people, or most people of spirituality, we believe that the spirits asked you to move your mind which then moved the hand and which then moved the pen yeah so sometimes we're doing things purely beyond our even control it's just this is you're on the path mate and there's a lesson here and there's a teaching in this yes as tough as it is yes and you sit there and go why would you do this to me maybe I, the choices are I've observed sometimes that certainly within my own life and then listening to a lot of other people's stories that um, often the first, you know, the first te- teaching might be a little tap on the sh- tap on the arm, and then you ignore it. Yeah. And so the next one's like a firm thing on the arm, and then you ignore it, and then it's a tap on the shoulder, <laughs> and you ignore it, and eventually it goes on, and it's somebody takes a branch, whacks you on the head, <laughs> metaphorically, and then you go. Oh, oh, that's geez, yeah, all right, I get it now. <laughs> Would you concur with that? Absolutely. <laughs> Giving yourself a, you know, the age thing. You know, how many times we go through the, the journey of, of wanting to have a partner and we're going to get married at the at a young age of, you know, 14, 12. Mm. We just think, if I have a girlfriend it's, or boyfriend, oh my God, it's going to be the biggest thing in Ben-Hur because in the moment, it's like everything. And then, hey, settle down, young fellow, you know, the, don't worry, when you get older, you'll have plenty of time to worry about girls and get mm. married and settle down. Right now, just enjoy the fact that, you know, you're going through your changes and as the hormones and all that sort of stuff as a young fellow. It's natural. Yeah. Yeah. But as you get older, that'll all calm down. And yeah. And so we always tell young fellows, don't get married at the age of 20 or 19 or, you know, because it's just all fresh. Yes. You know, and you've been, you've got to just give yourself some time to get in tune with yourself. 
Yeah, you're being led by what's going on in here. You understand, Dad, this person's the best thing ever in my life, and I'll always be with him for the rest of my life. And so, okay. And then all of a sudden, three divorces later. <laughs> you're right, Dad, I should have waited, right? Yeah. <laughs> give myself yeah. a bit of time out. And then you give him the knowing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, it, sometimes this stumbling and falling is quite good because... Right now we're having a conversation because you went through a personal experience of understanding that there is this division out there. And, yeah. And doing these subtle chats has given you some sense of purpose now. Yeah. And you're feeding it. Hmm. How'd that come about? We believe the Spirit said, well, you know what, sometimes you're not going to hear it from us. So we'll get community and environment around you to, to lead you back to us. You would be amazed. Well, you, you won't be amazed, but I am amazed. <laughs> Let's make this semantically correct. Um, how many times people come in yeah. and then it's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll bring them in for a podcast conversation. Then in the middle of it, I'm like, oh, got it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is happening for a reason. Mm. It's just unfortunate that, you know, when we had the takeover uh, or, or in Scotland or even England, you know, mm. with what's happened within their own people. You yeah. Know? Um, it's, it's just unfortunate that we have to go through some of these really tough times to get to a point of unity and love and graciousness. Mm. You know, uh, what we do for the small, we do for the big. And so at the end of the day, we, 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 we've got to accept that this is the growth, this is the, uh, the reality of, of change. And when we do come together, we'll, we'll, we'll have that, that taste, you know, we, we go, oh man, yeah. Wow. You know, I had to go through all that other terrible like curries crap. that I made. <laughs> yeah. And now I make this curry. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and, all, that. and all because I didn't listen to the little brush on the arm to start yeah. with. So I'll listen to the little brush on See, I just Googled it, Dad, and I know how to make a curry, okay? And you guys have done it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because we always want to go bigger. Yeah. The illusion of knowledge. We want to push the boundaries of, oh, Dad, do you really know? I'll show you. You know? Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, we, we go back to the, the simple basics and just chuck a bit of that in and chuck a bit of that in and, and all of a sudden, ugh, this amazing stuff comes together. Mm. So we've got to do the baby steps, but we've got to learn. At some point through our life, we soften our, our want and need to do all this stuff. And, you mm. know, and as I said to the group the other, earlier, I said, you know, if you see old people now, they're, they're, their energy is very very important to them as you get older energy is important yeah getting to to get your um your mail some of the old people struggle just to get mail yeah so when there's a a high energy around them um they generally take a step back and not jump in whereas younger fellas get in generally with all the energy and start going oh we're gonna do this and you're gonna ah, ah." and then you see the old people sitting back yeah you just keep yelling yeah (laughs) when you're finished uh, can you go and get me uh, my mail from the front, you know, because I'm tired. Yes. <laughs> but uncle, don't you think you should know this is your time to share that energy and tell yeah, people yeah, to yeah. make the world a better place, you know what I mean? But it's an illusion, my friend. You know, the best mm. thing to do is love self. Mm. The rest will come together in time. So if do it you, doesn't, so be it. So do you, yeah, do you see part of our... Uh, our journey in life going from that it's all about me I'm going to change the world 
I control the world, etc., etc. Yeah. And then there's that, you know, that rise, yeah. which sort of propels us into the world. Mm. And then almost the apex of that when you get to, and it comes off, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's not just me. There's more to me than I thought, yeah. and I am connected to everything around, yeah. and I am bigger than I ever thought I was, but I'm so, so much smaller, and I am not. Do you see where I'm going? And, and that birth of trust. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we've got to, you know, somewhere on the lines, just accept and people just don't want to accept the truth. Uh, and so we have to have the patience and the, and the sincerity. Yeah. And it's not, it's not something that I imagine you're just going to take on face value, are you? Mm. You've got to go and experience it. Is that right? Yeah. So once the, so let's look at the COVID. Um, you know, imagine right now the COVID goes completely out of control. Hmm. And um, we, we put the faith into government to give us safety. Um, but if, if, if things go really bad, you know, um, we can have mayhem on the streets and people can start to do some really terrible things to one another to survive hmm. and have a sense of safety. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it ha- it's not until that happens, then, then the reality sits in about the simple, subtle things about nature and life that's so important. Yeah. Because imagine when the, when the, Fridges stop being stocked at the, sh- at the shop. Yeah. What are the people going to do? And if my people and me drive over the hill and start heading towards the desert, people are going to go, well, where you, why are you going that way? Uh, uh, are you, you know how to get food? Yeah. You know how to fish? The people start, you know, buying all the fishing tackles and start doing the basics, you know? Yeah. And how long will that last? You know? So there's this... this some of the chaos situation hits that we look at a system that we know is based on greed and self-centeredness to be honest mm. with you yeah you know how people take that it's up to them but yeah if you look at it the government when they go to do any form of election it's about making money and mm. making money and job security and yeah making money money uh, growth. Job security uh, yeah growth. consumer <laughs> capitalism yeah. Growth and, yeah money yeah <laughs> so that's true and, and that's greed. And people go, well, no, it's not. Oh, I think, yes, it is. It's not sustainable. Yeah. No. no. So for us, uh, it's not until, as many will say, you know, until you get that whack in the, in the head like you're talking here and go, ah, yeah, yeah. Time to, to really start to look at our leaders and look at our, our mm. way of life and, and start to challenge it because we, the people, are the ones that generally uh, are supposed to be, they're, they're working for yeah, looking for us, and nobody likes them. Well, some people do, because <laughs> yes. the taxes and, and and they make us money because they have jobs and you know that. Mm. And so they always buy things and then fulfil that yeah. life. Yeah, I love the government. Why? Because they give me less taxes and they make me do this and I get to do that. So we've got this system around us that until the big whack happens, and we don't want that. We don't want to get to a point where it goes boom. You know what I mean? We don't want that. We want people to, uh, you know, hopefully come to a, a more healthier conclusion long before. Uh, but it gets nerve-wracking when you see the oceans being completely debilitated mm. with uh, these great big fishing nets. Millions of fish getting taken out of the ocean. It's absolutely horrendous. 
and they only take away 20% of the food of the fish and chuck the dead ones back into the ocean. Mm. I mean, when we really look at it, uh, you know, the effects of the coral being destroyed by the dragging of those nets and then the oceans, mm. we start to see an extreme sense of being. And the first thing that government or people who are doing that sort of extremity is saying, well, you guys want the fish. Yeah. So we just supply and demand. Yeah. And so if you don't want to have plastic bottles in the world, stop buying plastic. Supply and demand. Mm. It's simple. It is. Yeah. But people are tuned into a rhythm and doing things just automatically. Go to the shop, grab fish off the sounder, grab a plastic, it's usually covered in plastic, and we cook it, and then we just chuck it in the bin. This is the rhythm that we're part of. And to change that, it, it can be quite confronting. So we've got to do it softly, gently. Mm. And hopefully, somewhere down the track, the, the penny drops, and people go, ah. And that's where the universe of, of life, this is the spirituality, everything belongs then. Mm. It's like, oh, let's just stop telling these fellows who hug trees that they're bad people, <laughs> and that they're the fairy people. Yeah. You know? Just stop telling them that because actually, you know what? We should get in tune with the tree. Yeah. And we should breathe and soften and be a part of nature. Why wouldn't we? Mm. So that's the... Yeah. I suppose when you said it starts off gently, gently, mm. because I find sometimes if you do sit and wonder the enormity of it all, yeah. dragging nets across the reef through to islands of plastic in the Pacific yeah. through to ice caps through to all of it 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 can it can bring about a sense of overwhelm oh yeah there is a sense and then of frustration there. you get to the other place where someone just freezes yeah everyone's going to react in their own way mm. and and that's where we've got to just accept it it's just the way it is mm. and so if you could imagine um, being on a boat and, um, and I'm not saying the world's going to end or anything like that just yet, but I think that it's, it's going to be fine. We won't end. Life may end. <laughs> yes. You know, let's be honest. And so when you look at this boat, and we're on the boat, and there's a life raft there. Uh, life, not life raft. Uh, well, life raft, but life jackets. And people screaming, yelling, oh, we're going to die. You know, it's a sense of overwhelmingness when we see the water coming in. And it's really, you know, you, you're trying to pan it out, but it's, it's, it's sinking, you know. And you can say to people, look, there's a life jacket there. Can you put the life jacket on, you know? And you could run around with them and try and give them to people. But because they're in a state of, of disarray, yeah, uh, they may not be able to communicate. You understand that communication you're talking mm. about. And they go, well, stay away from me. just got to save the boat. No, the boat's going down. You're going to have to accept that. You can't mm. do it. You can't run around and do this anymore. You're going to be in the, in the water soon. And I don't think you're going to be able to dog paddle <laughs> for long. You can for a while, but you need yeah. these. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And so there's got to be some sense of um, truth and there's got to be a sense of um, um, clarity there. Mm. Right? And, and the person has to soften their, their hearts and their minds mm. to receive. And so this is the beauty of being, when you hit the water and you've got your jacket on and you see people going down and going, well, man, I... I yelled and screamed at you, dude. I actually tried to put it in your hand. Mm. I actually walked around with it on me and say, hey, guys. Yeah. Know, and in Trust your time, your head, isn't it? <laughs> you're doing all this, this happened. And now we're, we're in a situation where you're going underwater and it's really sad. Mm. And what do we do? We say, well, I've got my jacket on. 
Life is still available through me. Yes. These guys, not so. Yeah. And to those who may have put it on. Now, whether you survive the sharks, different story. <laughs> That's the next chapter. <laughs> but this is where we've got to start to see where, you know, if we were to be honest, we would do our best to those who have passed mm. and try and keep them close to us. Mm. So the sharks take them. Yeah. I know it sounds pretty terrible. <laughs> and in radical change and when everything really hits, we've got to be brutal. Yes. Honest and truthful. And say, well, yeah. you know what? I need to survive. And so some people are suffocating in their life now. Mm-hmm. Even though they've got so much life around them. And they're struggling with it. And they feel like they're suffocating. And so they're taking their own lives before they even go into the water. Mm. Because they can't confront it. Mm. This possibility. And so having this, this gift of, of appreciation of life is, is sometimes a challenge to get to. And so we don't want to take that away from some people, but we hope they'll wake up earlier than later. Yes. And so we've got to show and lead in a way that really represents our truth. So that way then people can say, well, you know, my journey it took me this to get to here. Yes. And it was quite confronting. I was almost I was suicidal and da 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 da. Which mm. was. And then the appreciation came of life once mm. I got through that time. Mm. And trusting me and bringing people into my life, having intimate conversations with my psychologist and, and people around me and who's my business partner now, um, Ross and Snyder. Mm. And and knowing that, you know, we make mistakes, yes, and some things we would never forgive ourselves for to a degree. But end of the day, you know, we've we've got to find a way to breathe. And, and nurture uh, our, our hearts and our minds and our soul and our spirituality. Why? Because there's people looking around for us to to say, well, if you can get through that, then, then it gives me, inspires me to yeah. do the same. Yeah. And so I guess that's what we wanted to show people. It's like, you know what, you might see me now relaxed, calm, and thinking of all the great things, but there are parts of my journey that, uh, that was really quite tough to, to come to terms with. Mm. And watching people go under the ocean was really really heavy and so we see a lot of big decision makings made and people have suffered because of those decisions mm. and how do we carry it now because those who may make it to the shore and get, be rescued will feel like they're still in the ocean and they should have ta- not had the jacket on mm. and they'll take their life in a different way and that's a shame because life you have the gift of life my friend and, and if, if there was ever a time for those who have gone before us to turn around and say, what would they say? Please do your best to enjoy it because I found it tough. Yeah. Don't give up. Because I, I would bet my bottom dollar on just about every suicide that's happened. There's an R moment when, where they are hanging or they are putting the, um, the gun to the head where they go, I don't want to die. I just want the pain to stop. Stop. And we as a people need to, to tune ourselves to the truth that there are people out there struggling with this gift that we've been given. Mm. And let's do our best to come together and, and empower those to say, you know what, don't worry, you're not alone. Yeah. And we can all Things are together. shitty. Yeah. And I found it shitty too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not on your own. Yeah. You're not the only person in this shit. <laughs> and... and yeah, so hopefully there's some empowerment in, in an intimacy of t- saying our story. 
What good is a story if you haven't got anyone to listen to it? Hmm. An elder will do everything he can to maintain his connection to all levels of commu community so he can share the gift that really made his life so much richer. Who's that, sorry? An elder. Yeah. Or yeah. a person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why, why, why would you want to hold on to your gift and take it to the grave? Yeah. Give it to somebody else. That's what gifts are for. <laughs> 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 I know you have to depart in a minute um, there's a question I ask all my guests at the end it's a hypothetical question but I enjoy what comes up yeah if I could slow everybody down for mm. 10 minutes and I could allow you to upload a question into the collective consciousness so everybody right. just sat still for 10 minutes and contemplated it yeah what would that be Whoa, goodness gracious man Oh. oh, geez. It would. I'm just going back to love. I'll say to them if I slowed everyone down, I say, You are loved, and it's not too late. Hmm. We could just get everyone to slow down and just believe in in truly loving self and then the rest will follow you'll naturally want to love the tree and the birds and the rivers and and the people you won't see chinese japanese english scottish french you won't see it but just give a gift of love and say you know what this is universal this is for everyone mm. and and i think that would be really cool is we can overcome all the all the things that we know have been in our life to divide us and separate us. We can overcome it. Yeah, I did it. I had to. Mm. And if I can do it, as many people say, <laughs> if we can do it, then generally I would think that people will say, "Well, mine's not as bad as you." <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We can laugh. I can laugh at it now. Yes. We can all laugh now. It's over. Yeah. But. I, I truly hope people know that they're loved. That's really the key. Mm. That's what I needed. Yeah, just needed to feel inside of I was loved, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Sure, it's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> oh, cheers, Brian. Always a pleasure, Brian. <laughs> <laughs>